The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Good afternoon, America. Dan Cilio, National Football Show. Welcome aboard all. I don't know about you, man, but this year is setting up pretty nice for the Eagles. <laughs> I, I cannot believe what I am seeing and how this thing is starting to play out for the Eagles here. So Jason Garrett, the offensive coordinator of the New York Giants, gets fired. And who are the Eagles playing this week? So you get Freddie Kitchens calling plays, most likely. Wow. (laughs) What? The Giants are in chaos. They tried to play hard last night, but I'll tell you this, man. That offensive line that the New York Giants have is going to play right in to the Philadelphia Eagles front seven. The Giants are in chaos. You fire your OC midweek. I mean, come on, man. What, so you could get a better look at Daniel Jones? The guy sucks, man. Now, to be fair, to be fair here, let me say this to you guys. That offensive line, I don't know if you can get a real valuation off of anybody because they're just not good at But Dave Gettleman, the general manager of the New York Giants, bro, you've had four years to build that old line, and you can't build that old line in four freaking years? It is an absolute dumpster fire in New York. I mean, this is stuff that the Jets do. Not the Giants. Dave Gettleman, I mean, you can tell me all you want about Joe Judge not being the guy as head coach for the Giants, but this Dave Gettleman, dude, bro, you've had four years. Four years. Four years to build an O-line. And, man, you're going against one of the hottest teams in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, this weekend. I'm just saying, dude. And you're on a short work week, too? I don't see it, man. Wow, is this playing out great for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, guys, as you know, we are going to hit on everything in week 12 of the NFL. It's Eagles and Giants week. Guys. I know most of you younger folks think that the Eagles and Cowboys are your rival, but when I grew up, it was this. It was Giants and Eagles, okay? It was Giants and Eagles when I was a kid. And by the way, the only reason that hangs behind me, it's my uncle. The Hall of Famer himself, Andy Robostelli's induction into the Giant Ring of Honor jersey. That's his Ring of Honor jersey. That's the only reason it hangs there. And he's my uncle. So, I mean, at least I should get a pass for that a little bit. But this is what it's all about here, baby. This is what it's all about. I can't wait for this weekend. Holy cow. So much news. Dude, I cannot remember a time in the NFL when I've seen so much parody in the sport. I've been telling you this now for the last couple of uh, weeks here. The parody in the league. 
Are the Buccaneers back? I don't know if you can get a good assessment of where the Bucs are after beating the shitty New York Giants, right? I just don't know, man. I don't know what to make of this year. By the way, as we get started, we always tell you this. Guys, I can't thank you enough, man, and how you guys start to show up. Joey B, Nick, thank you so much, dude. Great compliments, man. Birdman, Ski, Eastside Monster. And in case you're new to the program, what I do, I throw my topics in and my content in, and then I also slide you in. Muhammad, how you doing? It's, it's really a great time. By the way, I, before we get started here on my topic, I do want to just give you this. Hour number two, Dave wants that. Dave was not a fan of Jalen Hurts when we had him on the last time. I want to know if his opinion has changed. Does he think that the Eagles are a playoff team now? That'll be in hour number two. Also, please hit the like button. You guys destroyed the like button the last two days. Man, I owe you. Guys, thank you. I owe you. You're making this show the fastest growing sports show on YouTube. It's incredible what's happened. I was talking to Xander. I've reinvented myself here in a way. With all of you great Eagle and NFL fans, thank you so much, man. Please bang on that like button here. I'm going to get to you guys here in a second. By the way, if I miss anything here, if I miss anything here, okay, please repost what you guys are saying to me because I want to tell you where the topic is going here on this day, okay? All right. The football team is clearly getting better, is it not? It's clearly getting better, the Eagles. They're playing harder. You're watching guys getting everybody's back. I mean, it's fun to watch. And by the way, are you not watching the fans in the stands' reaction to this team? Do you know what I've called this team? I threw this out on my Twitter page, at Dan Celio Show. You know what the nickname is? The Lunch Pail Gang. This is the lunch pail gang. You know how you had gang green? This is the lunch pail gang. Just go to work, dude. Grind it out. 50 carries, here we come. 50 carries, here we come, baby. Nothing fancy. No crazy scheming. Nothing like the Rams. There's nothing soft about that Eagle team. That's for damn sure. That football team is Philly. Old Flyers, Bobby Clark. Those old Barkley Sixer teams. Those Mike Schmidt Philly teams. This team is Philly. Get up, go to work, go home. And thank God you have an opportunity to play in such a great fan base. It's inspiring. Nothing fancy about that team. Nothing. Just get up and go to work, dude. Nobody going out acting bigger than the other dude. You know what the personality of that football team is? Hard work. It's not some quarterback bitching and moaning like they got in, in Cleveland. Well, you know, man, nobody bitches and cries. 
Get up and go to work. Go to work, baby. That's what you guys have here. Man, do I love teams like that. Let's just go to work, dogs. Eastside monster. Rent's due, baby. Let's go earn it. Man, I love that. Gary Cobb said it yesterday, too, guys. 23-1, and one, Philly tough. Man, I'm so thankful to be covering and watching this in front of me. Gary Cobb said it yesterday perfectly. Guys, I watched a soft team in the first couple weeks of the season. And this team that I'm watching now, I don't recognize it. It's, it's, it's Malata going out of bounds, grabbing a guy by his collar. Don't do that to my guy. It's really, really impressive to watch. You've got to give the coaching staff credit here. Guys, no, you're right, man. This thing was painful. You're like, Jesus criminy. We're being embarrassed. Now we're doing this. Fans in the stands cheering. High-fiving. Look at that team just running dudes over. O-line. This is 17 all over again. I thought you had the best groups on D-line and O-line in the league. True bullies. Man, I love this. Got to play bully football, baby. Let's go play some bully football against the Giants this weekend. Man, I love it. All right, let's do this now, and here's the topic. What grade would you give the Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni, so far? This 2021 year, what would be the grade that you would give him? Do you know why I'm going to give him a B? I know they're five and six. They're underwater still with the Giants on the horizon and then the Jets. Here's why I give him a B. Because he had the insight to change. How many times have you seen coaches in any sport or managers, their inability to change or adapt or their inability to read the tea leaves, you know, and change? I know thousands of coaches like that, always trying to jam that round peg, you know, into that. Yeah, square hole, you know, and you're always like, dude, this is not working. And he changed. Okay, we need to help Jalen out. Let's run the ball. And in the whole process of learning about each other, guess what they started doing? They started liking each other. They started respecting each other. Guys, tell me if you don't subscribe to this. I think the respect for the coaches and the players is stronger than I've ever seen before. And you know why? At the beginning of the year, 
you knew you had guys in that locker room that may not believe in Nick Sirianni, but all of a sudden that blind faith started taking over when they started winning. Am I right when I say this? And you know what made the players buy into the coaching staff? Their, their ability to change. Their ability to change has changed the season around. It's almost Bill Belichick-like. It is almost Bill Belichick-like. And I'm not giving them a weak B. I'm giving them a pretty good, strong B here. It's going to tell us a lot how they finish the year now. But they're one of the hottest teams in the league. And you know what's great about this style of football? Guys, the Eagles may lose some games. They may not make the playoffs, but you know what you're going to do? You're going to finish the fucking season off going like this. That football team is going in the right direction. That is one tough team, and that's a team that this city can wrap their arms around. You're proud of it. It's civic pride. Loyal to the soil. Guys, you got something special. You got something special here. I give it a strong B. Muhammad says, have to have the ability to adjust. Amen. Anthony, if Philly beats the Giants in Dallas, loses to Las Vegas, we have a chance at the division race. Three weeks ago, Anthony, I would have said you were high. Now, I'm saying this. Yeah, Dallas has wobbled as of late. Have they not? They have. Muhammad says, you haven't seen him since last week. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. It's important not to play with everything against the Giants. Rival games always end up Always end up tough. They always do. No matter what it is. Finish strong, baby. Nick says Dallas is folding. We'll see. Here's one thing I'll tell you, Nick, about their situation in Dallas. I don't respect the head coach. I don't respect Mike McCarthy. I think they have a good football team, but I think their head football coach, I don't know. There's just something about Mike McCarthy I don't like. Just Mike says Dallas is banged up, especially in their offensive line. Ski says he believes Dallas loses two more games. Ramon, Giants can't stop the run. Jets will, again, end up being in a situation where we win that game and we're 7-6. and six. McCarthy sucks, Jeff. Dallas has the best quarterback in the division. And I say that with respect to Jalen, who's number two right now. By the way, the kid Tyler Heineke, don't be shocked if Washington jumps up on Dallas. They've won two consecutive games. That's a defending division champion. This is going to be a very interesting finish to the finish line. Okay? 
This is going to be a very, very interesting finish, to say the least. Matt says that McCarthy is just another Jerry Jones puppet. You have to be if you want that job. That's right, man. Can't sleep on Washington. I think Washington is starting to feel it a little bit. This Tyler Heineke guy. Hey, watch this. I'm going to say this to you guys. Swice man, I'm going to say this to you guys. Listen, guys. Washington can beat people, and they're proving it. Ewing, I saw something last year in that playoff game against the Buccaneers. Wasn't it a one-score game? And that wild card game against the Redskins, that was a one-score game, wasn't it? Bucks and Redskins last year. Nick, they are in a groove. Here, guys, you want Washington in a groove because you don't want to have the only team in the division that can knock Dallas off. The stronger the division, that helps Philly. You don't want to be like what the Patriots had for 14 years, a shitty AFC East, and they didn't have to worry about anybody in the division forever. When Brady was there, they didn't worry about anybody. You want Washington to be good. Hey, Philadelphia is one of those teams, guys. They're not just going to show up, throw their helmet on Lincoln Financial Field, and the other team is just going to melt. You're going to have to go out there and play 60. You know this. Healthy teams win. Ken. We're now in the part of the season where the war of attrition is going to start rearing its head. That's correct. That's correct. The war of attrition. Who has the better roster? Your boy Howie Roseman has put together a pretty damn good roster. You guys want to know something? According to Pro Football Focus, do you know who the highest graded player was in the NFL last year, or excuse me, last week, Darius Slay. Big play Slay. Was the highest graded NFL player last week. And he's on your Eagle team. By the way, it's Wentz and the Colts versus Brady and the Bucks this weekend. After the way I watched Indianapolis run over the Bills, could they do it against the Bucks? Yeah. That kid, Jonathan Taylor, is the second best back in the league next to Derrick Henry when Derrick's healthy. How about that game for Wentz? Knock the Bucks off? Bringing them back to the pack. I told you this a couple weeks ago, guys. Everybody is in. They're in this group, five and six. Between the difference between teams this year that are five and six and seven and three is razor thin. It's razor thin, man. Joey says Bill O'Brien to the Giants as coordinator. I think they got Freddie Kitchens in there. Maybe next year you're talking, but um I think Bill O'Brien's going to get a college job, one of the big jobs. Maybe LSU or maybe even the Gator job. Big Chris, Wentz under 200 yards, but the Colts won big. But 
Chris, isn't that what you guys were bitching at Carson Wentz about last year? Carson, you don't have to hold on to the ball. You don't have to throw for 300 yards. You don't have to have 20 completions. Win the game. Hell, he was under 150 yards in total offense throwing the ball. Excuse me, throwing the ball last week. Win the game. Win the game. I give Nick Sirianni a strong B so far this year. The ability to adapt. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. Our quarterback, you know what they did? They started coordinating around Jalen Hurts' deficiencies. Not the most accurate guy. Not the greatest in reading progressions. But you know what, guys? The deep pass and progression reading, they figured it out. Every young quarterback struggles with that. Everybody struggles with that. That is a skill you learn. You can improve your deep throw. You can improve your reading of defenses and progressions. The more studying you do, the more reps you get, the better you get. That's a fact in the NFL. That's a fact. Dante says Jordan Howard is a beast. You're starting to see a pretty good-looking duo in that backfield, aren't you? Nick, Dan, can you imagine when Jalen improves his passing ability? Nick, you mean the same way that Lamar Jackson's improving? Let me say this to you, what Nick just said. That's pretty good. Xander, throw that up, because I'm going to make a comment here on that. If Jalen Hurts improves in his progression reading and his deep throws, he will be as dangerous as Lamar Jackson. He will be as dangerous. Guys, we are now looking at something that we need to have a true conversation about. You got your guy. You got your guy. Don't fuck it up. There's no knee-jerk reaction here. I got 11 draft choices next year. I'm going to have $50 million at minimum under the salary cap. I got three first-round draft choices. Build the team correctly? If you can win with Nick Foles, you surely can win with Jalen Hurts. This is turning into one of the best stories in the NFL this year. And here's something else for you to think about. If that football team somehow makes the playoffs, Nick Sirianni will be the NFL coach of the year. And we were tar and feathering him four weeks ago. Yours yours truly included in this. Howie will be the executive of the year. Guys, it's not flip-flopping. It's not flip-flopping. It's being proven wrong. Dave says, a jealous Falcons fan here. 
Look at what Dave just said. Man, you guys have a bright future. The Eagles have a bright future. Look at the Giants right now. Hey, Dave, I don't think your Falcons are that far away. I don't believe that Matt Ryan will be on your football team next year. I think they're going to do the same thing that the Eagles did. They're going to go out, and they're going to get a quarterback that's going to be financially reasonable to deal with. By the way, I want to show you guys something to what Dave just said. Guys, can I throw a number at you? This is going to be the most incredible thing that I tell you since we've been doing this about your Eagles. May I say this to you? Jalen Hurts has two more years and $3.6 million on his rookie contract. I'll say it again to you. and I want it to resonate. He has two more years. Two. And the amount owed to him is $3.6 million. In today's NFL, that might as well be $3.60. You're paying this guy a little over a million bucks? That's almost like minimum wage in the NFL. It's like a league minimum deal. Two more years and 3.6. Muhammad just said it. Dak Prescott's getting 42 million bucks this year. 42 million dollars. <laughs> that team better win the division. Big Chris says Baker's crying about 18 million. Can I tell you something, the difference between Jalen Hurts and Baker Mayfield? Real quick here. You know what Baker's doing right now, right? He's making every excuse he possibly can because the other 31 teams are watching him right now. And do you know what his representatives are going to do? They're going to use this year as a year of injuries. So when the Browns pass on him, they're just going to go, he was injured the entire year, even though he had one of the best rosters in the league. And that's going to be kind of his get-out-of-jail card when he looks for another ball club. Okay? Do I think the Browns move off of him? $18 million is relatively cheap, I think. Okay? Do I think Baker Mayfield is an $18 million a year guy? Absolutely not. No way. He's not better than Jalen. If you had to take Baker Mayfield or Jalen Hurts right now, and knowing the upside, with only 15 starts, who would you take? An $18 million Baker Mayfield next year, or would you take Jalen? Who would you take? Okay? I'm taking Jalen Hurts all night. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. All night. By the way, Joey B, that's a probably the question of the day. Okay? How big is Big Sil? It's a 20-plus pounder, bro. Thursday will be a 20-plus pounder. All right. I love the fact that we're talking. Carson Wentz has a big game, too. Yeah, the, oh, no, no. The turkey, baby. 20-pounder, baby. Twenty North of 20. You know, I'm a leg guy. How you doing? Uh, hey, hey, 
I don't I don't know about you, but um, this may come off wrong, but I'm a dark meat guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a I'm a hey I'm a dark meat dude. All right, Howie Roseman. What players should he identify? What positions? I'm going to tell you that. We're going to take a look at some of these games on Thursday, on Turkey Day, this weekend. So Tyson Hill just got a $95 million contract from the Saints. He's not even a starting guy there. What's Jalen Hurts worth? We'll do all that next. You keep it here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500, or visit us online at messalaw.com. Mesa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that welcome back national football show Dan Silvio thank you guys so much man on that like button you guys destroyed it yesterday destroyed it Please bang on that bitch again. I love saying that. <laughs> guys were great yesterday. Thank you, man. It's an honor. It's an honor to be here with you guys. It really is. I can't thank you enough, man. Can I say something to you guys? I'm going to say it off, the, off my heart here. 
You guys saved me, man. Thank you. You guys saved me. Many people were afraid of big sales. Jacob Media wasn't. You guys saved me. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I will never forget it. So let me throw this at you here. Okay? So Baker Mayfield was asked about the fans booing him. You want to know why this dude here could never make it in Philadelphia? Do you know why? So can I speak to what he was really trying to say to the media? He basically was asked about the fans booing him in his play. He said, fuck him, I don't care. I heard that. I was like, Cleveland's a lot like Philly, guys. Blue-collar dudes, you know? Great fan. I think Cleveland has a great fan base. And I went, I went like this. I went, bro, dude, you can kill the media any way you want. But when you start barking at the fans, you got problems. So wait a second here. Judson, Penn's... Penn Stone. I hope that don't mean Penn State. <laughs> Baker Simmons. Oh, my God. Baker Simmons. You must hang out with Howard Eskin. That's a great spin, dude. Baker Simmons. <laughs> Even Xander loved it, man. Hey, Ron. Glad Jacob picked you up. Love the show. Thank you. Thank you, Ron. Ron, wasn't that easy, man? People are afraid of me because of some crazy narrative. You want to hear what Xander said to me a couple weeks ago? He goes like this. You're not a racist. I went, really? <laughs> I went like this. Hey, thanks. This just in. Really? <laughs> I was like, I, I know. It's people in my business. You know, there's people in my business, and Xander's heard it too. People call him, oh, he'll do something that is completely over the top. And you're like this, just shut up, guy. You guys are the ones that matter. Hey, hey, right, man. Hey, Kid Curry. He does, he does. Actually, you want to know something else, Kid Curry? Darius Slay has more touchdowns than Jarvis Landry too. Fear the gun show. Hey, that's a great name for the big sill show, the gun show. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. It's, no, wait a minute. The gun show? No way, man. I'd have too many liberals going, what's the gun show mean? You mean he, he has guns on the show? I say, yeah, babe. I got two freaking guns right here, baby. I'll pull them out anytime you need them. Let's go. You see Brady last night, too. You see Brady, man, running down. Yeah, let's go. Oh, man, I love that guy. I love Brady, man. Alexandra, you know what somebody told me a long time ago? They ain't hating you. You're not relevant. You know what I mean? <laughs> Birdman goes, Big Seal's got me crying and laughing. Sounds like my wife. <laughs> Sounds like my wife. What do you think Baker Mayfield would be? Okay, wait a minute. If Baker Mayfield is worth 18 million bucks, what would you pay Jalen? 
Whew. Hey, watch this. So you guys are paying a guy a million bucks a year now, right? How about this? His value today, let me say this to you guys. If the Eagles were to trade, this is hypothetical. Hypothetical. I'm not asking for this, and I'm not suggesting this. This is going to be, this is going to blow your mind. If you were going to trade Jalen Hurts, could you get a first rounder for him right now? Wow. I'm going to write that one down. Hey, Xander, Hurts to win 21. Put that up there. Hurts to win 21. Dude. Does Jalen Hurts have a ceiling as high as Russell Wilson? Do you think he has Russell Wilson ability? Remember, Russell Wilson was a third rounder. Chalk it up, Philly says second or third. You don't think you'd get a one for him? You don't think you would get a mid to late first rounder for him? I think you would, man. Lou, not, not a first rounder. How about this? I said this a couple days ago to you, though. You do agree. Guys, here's something we have to admit. How we got it right. How he got it right. He was a second rounder after all. Do you know what I said initially? What are you doing drafting a guy like Jalen Hurts? I said this. I'm not lying. I said this. What are you doing drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round? And you moved up to get him. Were you nuts? I'm paraphrasing what I said, but that was my thinking process. Okay, Vasselli. Every time I go there with Howie, Vasselli goes there all hail Howie. Such a Philly dude, man. Ugh. Matt P says, Sills, we felt the same way when Howie drafted Jalen. Dude, I'm right there with you, man. I was like this. Way, way overreach. Scott, it does, man. Oh, by the way, can you imagine what that's going to look like, too, in three years from now, when there's more weapons around them, Devontae Smith and Jalen? You know, that's the one thing <clears throat> that they don't have in Baltimore, is it? They don't have another clear-cut, big-time wideout for, for Lamar Jackson, do they? Guys, just a reminder, please hit the like button. East Candom said he was upset. Dude, I was like this. Jalen Hurts, a second rounder? Brought a team to the Final Four when he was at Oklahoma, won an SEC title, was the SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Pretty crazy, wasn't he? Brandon says, how do you feel about the Bears potentially firing Nagy? Should have did it this past Sunday, man, when they got beat by a backup 
and the Ravens went in there and took him out. So you're going to fire him after a Lions win? It's so Bears. It's so Bears, man. I mean, Dan, do you still think Hurts needs to win some games with his arm? That's a great take, Sean. Good job, Xander. Um, Why would you ask him to do something right now and to make him do something and come out of the system of what he's doing right now? That'll come. Let, let that progression happen generically. Do you really want to go like this? Well, now we got to start throwing the ball. Then you get away from the running game. And what if he has a ton of three and outs? You put the team behind. Here's one thing that the Eagles can't have happen to them. The comeback ability, I don't think it's there yet. Okay? I don't think it is there yet. I think it's kind of the same way Lamar came along, right? Do you guys agree? Man, if a team gets a big lead on the Eagles, they're not going to come from about that. I don't believe they have comeback capabilities right now. Okay? So does he have to win from the pocket? Of course he has to win from the pocket. But right now you're winning games. Let's stick to this identity they're building. To just go like this, well, let's just stop it and start chucking it down the field. I know what you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong because he's going to have to win from the pocket. He's going to. And when he figures that out, and by the way, he's smart enough to figure, you know, one thing you got to say about Jalen Hurts, the kid's a brilliant dude, man. He's a smart player. Sees the game in front. By the way, he sees the game. He really sees the game. Okay? He sees it. Guru, a little bit. Okay? A little bit. He's got to continue to improve on his progressions. Okay? And that takes time. Remember something, too, guys. You know, he didn't have a very teachable year last year because of COVID. Remember what he and the Eagles went through last year. Okay? They really didn't have an ability to sit there and coach him because also they had Wentz in the room. So he's sitting around watching. By the way, that could probably have been one of the greatest lessons that he's ever, ever had. King Music, what grade would you give your Eagle head coach so far after 11 weeks of football as the head coach of your team? I gave him a strong B. Old Cole says Eagles are good when they have a sustained offense and time of possession. You know what that is? You know what you just told me, Old Cole? That's the Titans with Lamar Jackson. When they're running the ball, owning the clock. Hey, when I'm running the ball and I own the clock, that means I own you. Scott, see? Scott said something right there. Jalen is getting W's in the end. That's what counts. Scott, let me show you something there and what you're saying here. You know, last year, Justin Herbert put up all those yardage 
numbers, and he had all those touchdowns, right? They still had a horrible record. You know, one of the things that I think Tua was improving on, the kid down in Miami, Tua took a Viola. You know, through that very bumpy first year, what was the one thing he did do, though, last year? He won. And two is winning now. You, you, you can't put a premium on that. I don't really like the way the kid drops back. I don't really like the way the kid, you know, doesn't really have a deep ball. I don't like, yeah, but do you like the way he wins? Yeah, I do. Well, you're talking more about process instead of the result. I'm about result. You know what's funny? Here, guys. Let me make a comparison to you. Okay? Maybe you guys can follow along with me on this. It's like, okay, like a golfer. What's that guy's name? That guy Furick, Jim Furick, had that really crazy golf swing, right? Jim Furick had that crazy golf swing, right? And Tiger has one of the greatest swings of all time, right? One of the greatest. Mickelson too, right? But Jim Furyk won major championships with that fucked up style. It's also like a baseball player with an unconventional batting stance. The old Rod Carew where you're watching Kirby Puckett. Or you, you see a guy with a... Who cares what it looks like? I only care you winning batting titles. I only care you winning major championships. I only care you winning NFL games. Right? We get so caught up sometimes. We get so caught up sometimes in process and not results. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Is that what you do to me, bro? <laughs> hey, just Mike. I don't think they're going 11 and 6, but I think if they make the postseason, I do think that there's, there, there's a shot that this guy wins coach of the year. Carney Lansford shaking that bat. Absolutely, Sean. Absolutely. Or the way Dykstra batted. Okay? Hey, hey Nick, I don't think Joss is just having nightmares on that. I, I think he's having nightmares because of 56. Can we, can we agree to that? I think 56, when, when, when Jaws goes to sleep at night, I would have to say that 56 probably is his nightmare. I, you know, I, I, look, I know Theismann was the guy that got killed a lot, you know, and the leg and all that, but who was the guy that got really annihilated all the time? It was Jaws, man. LT crushed that dude, man. Right? Big Chris says, nine and eight more realistic. I got to hit on Carson Wentz here, too. Guys, can't go to sleep on this. Remember something, you criticized this guy. So did I. I want to make a point to you about Carson Wentz right now. I also want to hit on the chaos going, going on with the New York Giants. We'll do that next. You keep it here on the National Football Show.
Inside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Welcome back. National Football Show, King Sills. Guys. You're going to love this. My vote just came in, and I'm voting for the Maxwell Award. And guess what else? The Chuck Bednarik Award. I vote on the Bednarik Award. Chuck was a friend of mine when he was alive, and he used to come on my show all the time. And I had so much respect for number 60. And one of the things I wanted to do was I wanted to have a vote on the Chuck Bednarik Award. And I'm going to, I'll be voting after on the Player of the Year in College Football and also Concrete Charlie's Award. Chuck Bednarik. Also, if you guys want to post who you think I should who I should vote for. Here's something else too. I got my uh, final vote for the wide receiver of the year, the Bolitnikov. I vote, by the way, I vote on every single all American team and every award in college football from the Heisman down. I vote on all of them. And what I'll do is if you guys want to, who you think should win that Bolitnikov top receiver in the country and also concrete Charlie's award, and the player of the year in college football. You just post it up there. I'll read them. 
And I'll go by what you guys say because kind of what we do here. I share everything with you guys. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. Concrete Charlie, I vote on his award. That shows you, man. I was kind of like really an old school connection. I never really thought about it until it just popped up on my email here. Man, I love that, man. Hey, Ken, man, I, I love that dude too, man. He's like one of my favorite players. You know, and I, I, th- I don't know if I told you this, but years ago I had, I had Chuck on, and I knew Gifford, okay? I knew Gifford because he played, obviously, with my uncle in New York. And I said, hey, man, when you knocked him out in that championship game, what would you say? He goes, well, as the time was clicking off, I said, this game is fucking over. We, hey, we had to beep it on my show because <laughs> he screamed it like that. Hard to believe that guy went to the University of Pennsylvania. This guy's an Ivy League dude. I looked it up. I was like, this guy surely went to West Virginia or some place like Pitt. And I went like this. Wait, that guy's a Penn guy? Oh, and hey, one more last thing before we move on here. So, like, I, I went to the Penn Relays. I got invited to throw the shot put. And that thing's held every year at Franklin Field. So I'm walking around that thing, man, when I was in high school. I told Robustelli I'm going to Franklin Field. He goes, you know how many legendary games were played at Franklin Field? Um, is that place still around? Is Franklin Field still around? Because they used to hold the um, the pen relays there. I got my medal, too. Because um, I got my AAU. That's my AAU award up there, too, for going to the pen relays. That patch up there. Yeah. Is that, the, is that place still around? Birdman, it is. Whew. Dude, it's great. <laughs> Hey, Ivy League was can big time back then. It really was, man. It really was. So you guys are why? Hey, so you guys are watching. Um, you know, hey, do you know what I would do to Franklin Field? I would hold like high school championship games there. You know, I I put Matt. Oh man, I love that place. Hey, real quick too. You guys want to hear? Hey. Oh, great for you, James. That's cool, man. That's a legendary place to perform. So get this, guys. So I'm throwing the shot put in this tournament at the uh, Penn Relays, right? Michael Carter's there. You guys might not know who he is. Won three Super Bowl trophies as a nose guard. He and I are dear friends. His daughter won the gold medal in Rio. Throwing the shot, right? Michelle. I get out there. I throw my shot. I get it out 60-some feet. I'm like, I got a shot at this bitch. I get out there. Michael Carter's got it out there about 62, 63. I go to pick his up. He's got a 16-pound shot. I got a 12-pound. I went. (laughs) He threw it 80 feet. I was like, unbelievable, man. That guy threw it 80 feet. Oh, great memories at Franklin Field. All right. You got medals from Franklin Field, the Penn Relays, Discus and Javelin. I mean, hey, man, you get they give you those uh, medals for participating out there. If you get a chance to go to, um, if you get a chance to go to the Penn Relays, it's truly one of the greatest track events every year. That and the uh, Prefontaine uh, track and field meets in uh, Eugene. I think I think it's in Eugene. 
Prefontaine. That's the you know that's the guy on Nike. That's Phil Knight's guy. He patterned the shoe and the logo with the guy running after Steve Prefontaine. Hey, Shakur, Daniel Jones, are you sure or are you not sure that it's the offensive line? That giant offensive line, get this, the Buccaneers last night were getting home, dudes, with three dudes. Three versus five, and they were getting to Daniel Jones. Man. I mean, you can't have that. My three dudes beat up your five guys? New York Giants were embarrassed last night. That was embarrassing last night. Smile says Bill Cosby was a big promoter of the pen relays. I don't give a shit about that guy. Good, man. He gave opportunities for other kids to perform just because he's a creep. I could care less, man. It's a damn shame he's a temple guy. Mulata should be called Iron Bull. Iron Bulldozer. I like it, Ski. Giants, the offensive coordinator and the quarterback, they just blow just blow it up all together. Imagine that. So you're going to do that Eagle Week. You're doing all of that Eagle Week so you can get a better sense of if Daniel Jones is the guy or not. Man. Hurts to win 21. Joe Judge is gone. You think so? I'll tell you this, man. The Giants don't like firing coaches. They, they don't like firing coaches. East Candom, that old line might be the worst offensive line in the NFL. Okay? Might be the worst offensive line in the league. Philly Eagle, too bad we, too bad we finally embarrassed them this week. <laughs> hey, man. Playing against the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles, I grew up on that thing. Oh, my God, Matt. Reach at six? Are you? Hey, get this. They used to say that your Jalen Hurts was a reach in the second round. Now you're doing – get this. Here is the ultimate in your face. They drafted Daniel Jones, the Giants, at six. You got your guy in the second round, and you got two years, $3.6 million left to pay him, which means you have a bargain basement bona fide quarterback, and you're going to be able to build your team and not have to pay your quarterback. This is how championship teams are built. This is how they built it in New England. This is how they built it in Seattle. This is how they built it. Remember something, Patrick Mahomes was not a top 10 kind of guy. Okay, he was a first rounder, I get you. He wasn't the first pick. Big Seals, how about the trenches with Dan Cilio? I love it, man. Anything to do with trenches and killing people, I'm in. Jeff says all of a sudden Howie looks good, right? Isn't that crazy, Jeff? Okay, isn't that crazy? Kitty was 10? My mistake. I thought he was 14. Kid, thank you. I thought he was 14, so he was a top 10 guy? My mistake. I thought he was 14. Okay. That's a high pick. That's a high pick. You're right, brother. <laughs> right? 
Matt says Mahomes was taken 12 after. Oh, he was taken. Okay. I didn't think he was a top 10. I, I, I thought he was out of the top 10. Okay. I thought Mahomes was taken. I didn't think he was taken in the top 10. Mahomes was 12. Okay. That's not top 10. Like I said, that's not top 10. There's a difference in Ricky pay scale when you're in the top 10 versus out of the top 10. Hey, Jordan Love stinks. I think the Packers are figuring that one out. Okay, you know, they're, they're figuring that out right now. Carson Wentz is playing great football right now, guys. He is. Okay, all right. I got to take a brief time out here. Dave wants that's going to join us in hour number two, okay? And I'm going to ask him, have you changed your opinion on Jalen Hurts? By the way, we're working on Chris Sims too because remember, he didn't have him rated in the top 40 quarterbacks in the NFL. What I think happens against the Giants this weekend for the Eagles, also, we'll take a look at some of the turkey games. Week 12 of the NFL, some college news. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500, or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You... Could say that.
big stills. Guys, I mean, you can't have better news than chaos in New York with the Giants going into week 12. You just can't. This is really setting up for Philadelphia to get to 7-6 and and become a playoff team? Look what else you have working here. Carson Wentz is playing great. And I know some of you out there are going like this. You know, I actually didn't want him to play that great because we want, like, the pick to be higher. So the Colts, the Colts had the Bucks this week. Do I think they could beat the Buccaneers this week? I do. I think they have the O-line and D-line to get it done. Okay, I think they do. But you see, what you needed to worry about was this. Guys, if the Colts were going to suck, they were going to yank Carson Wentz off the field. And they probably would not. Now, get this. Carson Wentz and the Colts giving up a first-rounder for him, it makes sense now. The deal looks like it's working as long as he stays healthy. Okay? But if you're the Colts and you're Chris Ballard, the general manager, and you're Frank Wright and you're Jim Mersey, you're doing this. You're going like this. Well, hey, look, man, this guy here, he's worth a one. You feel comfortable with that now. Because I guarantee you, let's just say this. Say the Colts season was going to implode and all of a sudden they started losing ballgames. They would probably get down to that 70% threshold of playing time. You know what they probably would have did? They would have said this, fuck that. I'm going to sit the kid. I'd rather lose games than lose the one. I need the one next year to build around the guy. So where they are right now, you're, I think it's 16 that that pick comes in at right now, 16th pick in the first round in next April's draft. That's where you were going to land anyway. You were not going to land a gigantic draft number like in the top 10 because the Colts would have yanked him. They would have sat him. So he needs to continue to play well. Okay, he needs to continue to play well. And they are playing well, actually. And by the way, have they won like five or six or something like that now? Outside of that horrific eight minutes, Carson Wentz has really played some pretty good football. He's really played some pretty damn good football here. Okay? And some of you would go, Danny threw for 102 last week. Again, guys, don't look at the stats. The only people that look at stats like that, you know who they are? Fantasy football dudes. We're true-hearted football because I'm not saying, hey, guys, remember I told you the rule. I told you the rule on fantasy football, remember? Okay, if you have a girlfriend, it's cool. If you're hanging out with dudes in a bar on a Friday night, we got problems. Hey, Bob, what do you think? Should I trade Stefan Diggs? Dude, it's Friday. I'm drinking a Corona. And and I I got my beer nuts here, man. Well, what do you think, Stan? Bro, where's your girl? Oh, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm in 17 fantasy leagues. I'm going to slide down here over here. (laughs) 
Okay. Big seals don't go to bars with dudes. Okay. We're going to go over here, man. I, you know, we're going to hang out over here. Where is your girl here? No, my four buddies. <laughs> that ain't happening, man. Don't ever go to bars with five or more dudes and you don't have a girlfriend. Just remember that, man. See, my wife is one of the greatest sports chicks of all time. Okay? She's just one of the greatest. She was a producer of mine for like ever, right? You know? So she's like, she could put most of the dudes under the table, both in sports knowledge and in drinking. There, I said it. (laughs) Now I'll know it up. Hey, Kevin, it is the weirdest year I've ever seen. Hey, guys, by the way, man, bottom of the hour, Dave wants that from Fox Sports. We'll talk college and pro. He wasn't sold on Jalen Hurts the last time we had Coach on, okay? But we will ask him that question again. That's right, Joey B. Big Seals don't go to bars with dudes. <laughs> I, hang out, I hang out with women at bars, man. Hey, Don. Like a drink? Sure, we're good. Is there a lap dance that goes? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never do anything like that. <laughs> I would never do anything. Keep praying for Wentz to play well is all I'm saying. I saw somebody say that they think the Buccaneers are shaky. I think the Buccaneers are shaky too. Hey, did you see all the media people though today what they're doing? They're doing this, right? Okay, they're doing this. Well, the, the, the Bucks are back. How could you tell the Bucks are back with that shitty Giants team? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, Birdman. Birdman's ripping on my porn stash that I had at Miami. Okay, Birdman. So maybe it was a porn stash. Okay. Maybe it was. Okay. Hey, just just for the record, though, Birdman, Big Seals could have been a porn star, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, strawberries in the 80s on the causeway. Hey, wait. Okay, they shot Sonny on the causeway. (laughs) I had to do it. They shot Sonny on the causeway. Big Seals is drinking on the causeway at strawberries. That's right. They shot Sonny on the causeway. Oh man, I agree with you, Ken. I think the Bucks. <laughs> hey, Sander, put up old Cole. Put up old Cole. <laughs> oh man, you guys. It's such Philly guys, man. I love it. Every second of it. I do. Chilio. Will you shut up and let me finish my take? Yeah, Xander. (laughs) (laughs) Take the cannolis. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, maybe we're feeling all this and we're feeling pretty good about ourselves right now. Because, hey, watch this. Look, watch this. So the Giants fired their OC? Wow. So, like, if I'm at Cherry Hill right now, okay, (laughs) 
Right. Hold, hold, hold on for a second here. What? So I'm, I'm in Wildwood, right? I'm sitting there drinking. What? The Giants fired their OC today? Oh. Wow. Isn't that great? <laughs> hey, tell me that's not a season ticket punch. Okay, if you're the Eagles, you're like this now. If you're an Eagle fan, you're going, the Giants just fired their OC. Hey, man, give me some tickets to the link. Okay? Hey, dude, that kid Rieger blows. You've got a first-round draft choice doing punt and kickoff returns? Dude. Yeah, Eastside Monster. Poor Garrett. Here. Let's see if I can do it with a straight face. Poor Jason Garrett. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just can't. I can't. Oh, man, no way. No way, man. You know, but I will say this about Daniel Jones. Pretty hard to evaluate a guy when you have, like, an offensive coordinator fired. Your O-line stinks. Your general manager, Dave Gettleman, has not been able to rebuild an offensive line in four years. Kevin says trade Rieger to the Jets. Well, there's a, there's a relationship, right? The GM of the Jets is a former Eagle guy in the front office. Jay, he sucks, man. Jay. Hey, he, he, he sucks. I, hey, Philly, is Goodwin on a one-year deal, or is he on a multiple-year deal? Okay? Benjamin, back to the bowl. <laughs> hey, guys, do me a favor. You crushed it in the first hour. Please hit the like button. Thank you so much, man. And if you're new to the program and you're just seeing what we're doing, we have a great time here each and every single day, 4 to 6 Eastern time. I mean, you guys are great, man. I mean, yesterday you annihilated it. I was trying. My goal is to get to 100 every day, 100 likes, okay? I'm learning about this thing called algorithms. Look at me, big sales. You know what I said with algorithms? I went like this, guys. Hey, can you put that in school jail? Can you, can you serve it over like a lie, nice lobster bisque? Sean says, Dan, do you think the Eagles can catch up with the Cowboys, especially with the injuries? Sean, here's the thing. This Raider game, they're catching the Raiders kind of in chaos, like the Eagles are catching the Giants in chaos. Okay? So, I don't know, but you still have Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr can play, man. He's a good football player. Do I? Th Washington has got to help. That's why I tell you, guys, keep praying for Washington to play well, okay? You need Washington to catch the Cowboys, too. Can't just have one team in the division. You guys only play them twice, you know, and you've already got killed in the first game in Dallas. You got to hope Washington can catch them. No, no, not anchovy, Sills. Algorithms. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> when are you getting Brian Baldinger on? You know what that son of a bitch said to me yesterday? Same thing Krause said, too. He goes, hey, hey we got to get Baldy on. Baldy was, uh, he swamped today and he's traveling tomorrow. I think he's working over the holidays. So 
He's got a big week lined up. He said he'll catch up with us. He promised. He'll get, he'll get back up. You know, that guy dated my wife. Thank you, Hugh. You know, every time I get him on the program, he always goes, how's my girl? Ugh. Been married to my wife for 33 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I, I, I knew when we were teammates in Dallas, I knew Baldy. And I didn't know my wife then. And he knew my wife. And I, I, we didn't even know until years later. Hey, how's my girl Kim doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? My wife goes like this. Yeah, you know, when I was in Dallas, I kind of dated him. I'm like, what? You fucking crazy. <laughs> you didn't tell me? Uh, D-line, baby. D-line. D-line, Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Yeah, so, yeah, man. The lunch pail gang. That's what I'm calling you guys here, man. Do you guys know that every single team that played on Sunday that will play on Thursday lost? And by the way, for the record, okay, for the record, why are we watching Bears and Lions? Why are we watching Bears and Lions? Joey B says, Sills and Baldy are practically family. Thank you. Yes, we had to do a DNA test on my – I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Washington hates Dallas. Joey B, way to go, man. Thank you, man. We're at 90. That's great, man. I love it. Thank you, guys. Keep banging on that. What an awful game, huh, Birdman? You know, I know the Lions are um, a staple along with the Cowboys on Turkey Day, but, dude, really? Lions and Bears, can you have a shittier game? Jesus, Grimey, give me something – it's football. We'll watch preseason football and we'll watch controlled scrimmages and it'll still get a couple million views. But I mean, Bears and Lions, you got two teams in chaos, basically. What what are the Lions? 0 10 and 1. And you've got the Bears who are reportedly going to fire Matt Nagy after the game. Ugh. Got to be kidding me, right? I miss Eagles versus Dallas Thanksgiving Day game. That'd have been great. Okay. Andy Dalton. I know he's he's back to start. Really, you got Nick Foles in the room. Why aren't you playing him? Why aren't you playing Nick Foles? Don't you want to try to get some value for him? Put him out there. Hey, Joey B goes, I think the Lions win. Eh, okay, sure. Because of the chaos with the Bears, right? <laughs> okay, sure. Why does the NFL schedule Eagles and Eagles and Cowboys for the last week? Hey, because they think and they thought that it would end up panning out where the division would come down to those two teams. Personally, I said at the beginning of the year, I thought Washington was going to be in the conversation for potentially winning <clears throat> the division again. And it's kind of getting interesting. I still think Dallas has firm control of the NFC East. Okay. I still think that they still have control. And they had a lot of injuries in that Kansas City game. But you know what you notice in that Kansas City game? If everything is not perfect for Dallas, they can't win. They can't. And you notice what you know also notice about Dak? Here's something else about him. You know, if he doesn't have protection, 
you think he's really one of the better passers in the game? When he has great protection, he's fabulous. And by the way, for the record, I think he's had a great year so far. So far. I think he's had, okay, I think he's had um, a really good year. But when things aren't perfect, you're missing Amari Cooper and your old line a little bit, and all of a sudden Zeke gets banged up. It's not like he's one of these guys that can go out there and carry a football team. Tyler Heineke, Scott, is playing great. I don't think he's playing good. I think he's playing great. This guy's got Brady um, as a win. Get this, he's one and one versus Tom Brady. Tyler Heineke is like Nick Foles versus uh, Tom Brady. It's crazy, right? Ewing, I, he's he. Look, I think Dak's a tremendous player. I just when I watch him, when I watch him, I'm like, man, if things aren't perfect around him, okay. Sammy says that Dak has empty calorie stats. That's interesting. So what you're saying, Sammy, is when Dallas gets behind, he throws for like 50, 50 attempts, and he gets like 450, and they still get killed, right? Joey B says Aaron Rodgers watching Denver. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think Russell Wilson either goes to New York or Miami. I don't know where Deshaun Watson then goes. Okay? I don't. If Aaron Rodgers decides that Denver's his spot and Russell Wilson wants Miami or New York because of Sierra, um, I would have to say this, that where does Deshaun go then? Carolina? Probably, right? Heaping, helping, that game manager, that's okay. It is okay. It absolutely is okay. B says, hey, Dan, you think the Giants will bring zero blitzes to stop Hurts? You know what? That's a great call, B. Have you seen what they have done in the games against the big-time quarterbacks? You see them playing that umbrella defense? They're, they're so far off the ball. I couldn't believe how far off the ball they were playing against Brady. They did that with Mahomes, too. I think they're going to I think they're going to play secondary off the ball. Okay? I do. I think they're going to play the secondary off the ball. Okay? Wow. Xander just said this, and Xander's giving me this intel right now, that the Penn State Nittany Lions have just given James Franklin a contact contract extension worth $10 million per year through the year 2031. Well, that 86 is him out of that USC or LSU job. Can I say this to you? So wait a minute here. Let me throw this at you here too, okay? Get this here, okay? Over the last 19 games, James Franklin is 10-9-0. and 10-9-0. Wow, 10-9-0. All right, I got to take a timeout. Dave Wanstat's going to join us. I'm going to ask him, hey, guys, last time we had him on, he was not a fan. He loved Jalen as a human. But does he like him as a quarterback now? 
We'll hit on that next with Fox Sports' Dave Wants That next. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hit. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You... Could say that. Welcome back, National Football Show. Your boy Dan Silio. Guys, please hit the like button. Thank you so much, all of you. Guys have been sensational. Big game, Browns and Ravens this weekend, too. Lamar Jackson most likely will be back. And Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, he he is being evaluated over these next couple of games. I, I, I personally think the Browns have already made their decision on him. Okay? He's got a contract extension that was picked up the – you know, the exercise, the option year, so he's going to make $18 million, okay? That's about where he is. You know, he's almost like in that Kirk Cousins room now, right? Where you're sitting here and you weren't really sure about Kirk Cousins. I happen to think that Kirk Cousins has put a damn good career together. Was he elite? Was he a guy where you went like this? This guy's spectacular. He was pretty damn impressive last week. 
you know, when he played against Aaron Rodgers, he's won a lot of games. He's made a ton of money, too. And I like him. You know, he's kind of that benchmark guy that you go like this. We can win with him, but can we win championships with him? And you keep debating that. And then you know what you start doing? Because you look at what happened with Nick Foles, you figure this. Well, if I have a guy who can protect the football, my old coach Jimmy Johnson used to always tell me this. It's not about the amount of spectacular plays you make. Don't make the stupid play. Go out there and make smart plays. Because when you make the stupid play, it's usually the one that costs you the game. You know, how many times have you seen players make spectacular plays in a game? And it has a determining factor in the game, but how many times have you seen a glaring mistake made and all of a sudden it costs you the entire ball game? When you have a point differential in the National Football League of three points, it's truly not about the great plays that you make. And I I said to you before, my coach Jimmy Johnson used to tell us this all the time, the great plays are wonderful, guys, but the ones that you make that are the dumbest ones are the ones that will cost us. So that's why Jimmy's teams were always some of the smartest teams. And I say that as we bring in my friend, Coach Dave Wanstad from Fox Sports. And it really is a lesson, especially when you're going down these stretch runs here. And Coach, before we get to the news out of Chicago, you know, the last time we had you on, Coach, you were talking about Jalen. And over the last couple of weeks and over the last couple of months, Coach, he's on pace for 3,500 passing yards, 22 touchdowns versus six picks. Um, 980 yards rushing and a 92 quarterback rating. And this is, again, you're looking at him with 15 career starts. Do you think Philadelphia has their guy right now in Jalen Hurts? You, you know what, Danny? Cheers to you, by the way. I'm, I'm sipping on a little Terry Bradshaw bourbon here. Oh, okay? I love that. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. You, you, you know what? In the beginning of the year, I said it on our first, first Fox show. I said, he, I I want Jalen Hurts working. I don't care what business you're in. Hire this guy. He's going to make your team, your business, your organization better because the guy's a winner, big time winner. Uh, but I said I don't know if he's an NFL quarterback. You know, I said after last year he was average in my mind a year ago. I said they got Gardner Minshew on the team who actually put up better numbers when yep. he was at Jacksonville, then Jalen did his first year at Philadelphia. And I said, and the Eagles potentially will have three number one draft picks. I said, they are going to have the pick of the litter from the standpoint of what quarterback, if we want a quarterback, who do we want? And we have enough draft picks to go get them. So I said, I don't know. I love the kid, but I don't know if he's the guy. I tell you right now, the best thing that the head coach did was backed off what he wanted to do and made a decision to do what the kid could do best. And as long as you do that and stay with it, uh, wow, they, they could really, with those draft picks, they could add some real talent around him. And, and who knows? Now, can they get to the playoffs with him? I think they'll get to the playoffs this year, Danny. Huh. But will they be able to beat Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, and the, and the NFC teams I'm just naming, 
you know, that's what when I was at the Dolphins, we averaged ten wins a year for my four years. Yeah. Twice we twice we won eleven, one playoff games. In fact, the last time the Dolphins won a playoff game, I think when I was there. Yeah. My point is that when we got down to crunch time, we still at that time you had to beat Peyton Manning and you had to beat Tom Brady. And that's when teams get separated from being a darn good team, a playoff team, to winning a Super Bowl. And that's, I, I don't know. I, I, I would love to see it. I'm a fan of his, but I, I, I can't stand on the table and say, yes, he's the guy that can do that. I got to see more. All right, Coach, the news came out today. There's a, there's a report out there that Matt Nagy will be fired on Friday. Um, after the the Lions game. My question to you, Coach, if that is out there, I mean, I get that they lost to the Ravens on Sunday versus a backup quarterback. Why wouldn't you have fired him then if the story is true? And maybe maybe more insight from you, do you think that he is a lame duck coach right now? Uh, you know what? The story's not true. And, and, I'm, okay. and I don't know anything that you know, but I know the McCaskey family. I was the head coach there for six years. And you may not like the way they run a football team, but they are good people. I mean, they are solid people. And when a coach gets hired or a coach gets fired, the buck stops. No major decisions are made within that organization without having Virginia McCaskey's approval. She's not going to research it, but she doesn't miss a game. Okay? And she's watching – and I'm, I'm sure there's some opinions that want to make a change right now. They've never done that. I, I think if it continues like this, it's it's probably going to happen, but it's not going to happen now. You know, that's just not the way McCaskies do it. That's not their tradition. And I, and I don't think Virginia lets it happen, regardless of who wants it done. I mean, you know, in the big thing right now, I don't think they're – evaluating wins and losses as crazy as this sounds to Bears fans out there. I don't think they're evaluating wins and losses as much as they're evaluating. Can Matt Nagy really develop this quarterback? You know, can he put in a system a la Philadelphia to maximize his talent where we can win games? It hasn't happened yet, Danny. And I think that's going to be the, at the end of the day, that's going to be the real measuring stick. You think Justin Fields is the guy in Chicago? I I do. I got to see more. I'll tell you what. He throws the ball on the move. The guy throws a, a laser ball. He's very accurate. And, quote, a lot of these passing gurus don't like to move a quarterback around because they want the whole field so they can go through their 15 different reads, right, yeah. across the field, right? You know, it just all – it's 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 all looks good on a chalkboard, Danny. Right? <laughs> I used to tell my coaches that. You know what? They would draw up a crazy blitz or something when I was coaching defense, and I said, "You know what, guys? Keep that idea for when you go to the next clinic you speak at. Okay? Draw that up on a clinic when you're telling those coaches there, and let them put it in. We ain't doing it. It sounds good. <laughs> Let's go over to the college side, Coach LSU, USC, um, Virginia Tech. The Florida Gator job, what's the best job right now, in wow. your opinion? You know what? I think the, the one year – I coached at USC, as you know, Dan. I mean, that job is is phenomenal job. But I don't know, you know, what their – you know, the, the expectations. I mean, they just don't want a good football coach. They want somebody 
you know, they can walk, they want, you know, a, a movie star to walk through the door. You know, they want Burt Reynolds to coach the team. I don't know, you know, they're, they're, and I think it's really clouded their vision on getting just a really good football coach. Uh, I would say USC, uh, because in the Pac-12, you can win that conference. You can jump to the top of the pack quick. But, you know, I'm going to say Florida. I think that Florida, and I'm just basing that when, when we were together at Miami, Dan. I, I just, when, all I can tell you is when Florida was winning, we were competing for a national championship. Florida State was competing for a national championship. And the or Florida State and the University of Florida was winning six, seven games a year at that time. Look it up, people. And I, we, I would go into a school in Tampa, Florida. I had the West Coast of Florida, and I couldn't get a visit out of some kids because they were going to go to Florida. I mean, my point is that Florida, you know, and they had those Bull Gators. The, the, you know, the guy trainer, Monty Trainers, was that a Danny down there yeah, in the Grove? Monty Trainer. Yeah, we used to go to he was the he would support us because he was a Miami guy and yeah. local, but he was one of the biggest bull gators that I mean, they they own the state. University of Florida owns the state of Florida. And I think with the talent in Florida and dipping into Alabama and up in that section, I I just think that's one of the best job. I think it's the best job out there. Hey coach, I tell you, man, so I'd go into Monty's and he'd give us these business cards, and it'd be like you were like in Danny, Chicago. Danny, Danny, don't put us on probation. <laughs> okay, go. Oh, no, who cares? Who cares? Those days are over. <laughs> uh, no alcohol. No alcohol. I'll leave it at yeah. that. All right. <laughs> no alcohol. No alcohol. Hey, Coach, you, you know, the, is it Georgia and everyone else you think this year? Is it Georgia versus the field? Or is there anyone out there? Ohio State was pretty impressive against Michigan State this past weekend. And I don't know, Alabama, you know, it's funny. Nick Saban, they're saying that he's having a down year and they're number two or number three in the country. And I'm going like, okay, great. I mean, that's how you do it. But is it yeah. George in the field? You know what? I'm going to tell I'll have a real clear answer after this week because Ohio State is playing Michigan. And Michigan is one of the most physical football teams in the country on offense and defense. And they are, I mean, they, they want to fight you in a, in a phone booth, as we used to say. So if Ohio state can go in there and slug it out and beat Michigan, like they've beaten everybody else. I'm not so sure that Ohio state wouldn't beat Georgia. I mean, just because of being able to score points. I mean, it's crazy how, how quick they can score. And they got three possible first-round draft picks. How many teams have one or two? And uh, and the freshman running back that they got, and here's the key to Ohio State's success. They started off the year struggling on defense. And they had the second fewest, and I don't know where these stats come from, but they, they had five or six guys get, go to the NFL last year. They had the second fewest defensive players starting – for them number starts of any team in the country so are they five-star recruits yes are they talented yes but they hadn't played now all of a sudden we see these guys playing and getting better and getting better and getting better and boy they um, to me they're the two best teams in the country georgia and i and i believe ohio state but this michigan game is going to be a real real different kind of test for them 
Coach, I, I've not really asked you um, about this, but I'm going to throw this at you. You know, it's funny, Coach, when you and I were at Miami and you were talking about all the first-rounders, I, I, I just, I mean, I don't recognize the program. I mean, you have issues tackling. I used to tell people that you used to do this for us. We started our practices off 35 minutes every day in practicing pursuit, and we would practice that pursuit drill and we would practice that pursuit drill. We were doing it in our sleep. And we did so many things. There was such hard work. And then our legendary inside drill or our seven on sevens <laughs> and all that stuff. I mean, they were just freaking unbelievable test of will when you were at our practices. Coach, yeah. how did they lose this? What's 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 wrong with the program? Well, I, I don't know. I can just tell you this that Jimmy Johnson and I, you know, we meet at four o'clock or so every Sunday morning and have coffee in the Fox uh, green room, avocado green room out there. And, and the first topic is University of Miami. And Jimmy is really, I mean, that's his school and that's his football. He owns the, all the NFL places and Dolphins and Cowboys and places that he's coached. Miami is where his heart is. You know that, Danny. Yep. And we talk about him and, uh, he made a comment to me when it was first going on. He said, you know what, Dave? He says, if, if, if we were at Miami right now, he said, we would have a scrimmage tomorrow and it would be live and we would tackle and we would tackle and we would tackle until, until the compliance officer came <laughs> out and said, coach, you know, here we are. And uh, Kevin O'Neill would be going guys. Okay. <laughs> and, and uh, and you probably wouldn't get Jimmy's attention, but anyway, it. Uh, <laughs> Danny, you got to make sure you send this this interview to him. Make sure. Oh, he I am. I'm going, okay. I'm going to. I'm going to. But but no. But but seriously, that's we talked about that, and and, and you know you, you know what's what's interesting is as you know you did it, Danny. I mean, tackling is an art, and I don't care how talented yeah. you are. It's like jumping rope. If you don't do it, you're going to be a little bit awkward. And you're going to be off. But if you're if you're constantly doing it, you can get good at it. And if you've got talent, you get really good at it. And and, and they just apparently just don't do it enough. I, I don't know what they do. I've I haven't been to one of their practices in a couple of years, but uh boy, they got a young quarterback that that and I hope Manny's the coach. I hope they get I hope they beat Duke this week and they go to a bowl game and they say, Hey, we're gonna change athletic directors now. You know, let's give them another year. I hope they do that. Because this quarterback they got, and I don't know what you think, Danny. You're closer oh, I do. I think I he's am. great. I think he's great. Right. I mean, he's the closest thing to, you know, when we were there. Vinny. Think about it. Kelly left. Kozar took over. Kozar leaves. Vinny takes over. Vinny leaves. Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Gino Toretta. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, you know, so. Even I Craig mean, Erickson. Even Craig Erickson. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. And Craig Erickson was yeah, right after brought Steve. brought him in, too. One of the famous lines I got to tell everybody. I remember asking Craig, I go, hey, you hear these guys are thinking of bringing Jeff George in. And they go like that. He goes like this. He looked me right in the face. We took him around and recruited. He goes, I don't care if they bring John Elway in. <laughs> and yeah. I went like oh, this. Yeah. And when he heard that, he went to Illinois or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and you knew that, that that's the type of guy that we wanted and we recruited there. Um, yeah. I mean, so they got they got the guy, the trick, the guy can pull the trigger. Now they've got to build around them, but defensively, I mean, God, I mean, it, uh, you know, if we gave up a touchdown, it was a crisis, you know, I mean, Jesus, 
Okay. Hey, one more time, coach. Let me do this story. I swear to God, man, it's cold as shit in Pittsburgh. It's freezing. Nobody oh, I get hurt. Nobody wanted a part of Ironhead. And co- Night guys, game. Night coach, game. Real coach, dark, right? coach played at Pitt, and so it meant a lot to him. So we're up there, and I, we get in the locker room. He comes walking in. Here's exactly what happened. He flips the table. He goes, you motherfuckers. You give up 250 fucking yards to a guy. You turn that guy into Tony Dorsett. You money. Jimmy's going like this. We're all sitting there. I go, hey, Jerome, we won 38 to three, right? <laughs> well, it was Craig Hayward. I don't blame you. Oh, man. no, was, man. He was it, a beast. It, it, he was this a kid. first. <laughs> yeah, hey, coach, well, you well, know he, what I wish you had? I, I wish didn't you- swear. I didn't swear. Did I? I mean, come on. Let's go. Clean this up a little bit. You okay, know? maybe you didn't. No, no, no. He didn't. He, he he didn't swear at all. You know, Coach. I wish you had one one thing. though. I wish you had a shot of coaching Miami at one time. Because you know why? I'll tell you something that was maybe the most underrated thing about your coaching staff with you and Butch and all those guys on that staff. You guys were the best recruiters and the best talent evaluators. I've ever seen, folks, everybody that's listening, we got a bunch of people listening right now. Coach, Coach brought in Aaron Donald, Darrell Revis. I'm not even mentioning the Miami guys that you guys brought into the place. I mean, you ever wish, Coach, you had a shot at coaching Miami? Well, no, I had a shot. I won't tell you when. My attorney came in my office. I was coaching the Dolphins at the time. I forget who was coaching there or who left and and said that he just got a a call. And and I said, you know what, I just – I just can't do We were winning a lot of games at the Yeah, Dolphins, you were winning but, 10 games a year in Miami. Yeah, yeah. But I, I did have a, an opportunity there. But, uh, no, you, you know what? And that really goes back to Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy's point was that, hey, let's recruit those players. And I remember him saying at one time, let's go out and recruit those players that do some things that we don't have to coach. <laughs> you know, and when, you're, and, and when you think about it, it's yeah. so true. If you got a coach, step right, step left. Okay, take two steps backwards. Now go make the tackle. I mean, forget about it. It's a fast game. You got to have guys that, that like yourself that that had ability, kept crazy, and 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 played within the scheme to some degree. And uh, it, only know, TV it, games. We used to tell George Meyer, "You better pad up, man. I'm getting in backfield. I don't give a shit about technique. <laughs> technique doesn't matter." Jerome would go like this. He ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah. Hey, coach, you know, I was telling someone, they go, did you guys ever practice tackling? I went, no. We just went out two hours of inside drill every day. And if you didn't know how to tackle an inside drill, then guess what? You were not going to play on those teams because it was ones on ones, first rounders. My toughest games in college were Monday through Monday through Thursday. And sometimes if you guys were pissed off Fridays, okay, I mean, those were our toughest games. Well, I remember someone asking me, I said, geez, I went to a, I was talking at a clinic one time and they said, geez, at Miami, don't you guys ever, do you guys work on the run with those defensive linemen? They come off the ball so fast that they're in the backfield. Like they're, are they rushing a passer every time? I says, no, they're playing the run on the way to the quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jerome, I I had a hundred tackles. Jerome had like 80, he missed a few games. Stubbs had like a hundred. Hawkins had like 70. I, I look at these guys today at Miami, and I'm like, 15, 20 tackles. I'm like, George Meyer had 300 tackles or something like that one year. And I'm like, 
Man, maybe it was just a different time, Coach, because we had we had tackling machines. Coach, you know how much I love you, and you gave me the opportunity of a lifetime to play for you, and it was one of the greatest honors. And I'll tell you guys something else about coaches in the future. My friends to this day are my coaches from that day. I mean, every one of them, Butch, Jimmy, Dave Campo I talk to all the time. I mean, all of those guys – we're my dearest friends, and they're still my friends to this day. Those are truly coaches. Coach, I can't thank you enough for all the things you did for me and the opportunity you oh, gave me. Please. It was a privilege to play for you. Well, I'm so happy you're being such a success right now, really. This is great to see. And uh, Jimmy and I talk about your show all the time and how great you're doing. And uh, keep it going, man. Thank you, Coach. Have another right, sip Jim. on me. Talk to you soon. Oh. That's Dave wants that. All right, let me take a quick time out. We'll get back to you here in a minute here on the National Football Show. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messa and Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You... Could say that. Welcome back, National Football Show, Dan Celio. Those guys were great to me at Miami. Playing next to Jerome Brown. 
was one of the greatest things on the planet too, man. We we just annihilated. Who's that afternoon guy? Who's that afternoon guy you had you guys have in Philly on the fanatic? Mr. Nelly, what the hell is his name? Minestrone soup. Well, he gets mad at me too, though. Mr. Nelly wrote a book about me and Jerome killing teams. Yeah, he did. He wrote a book. Cilio and Brown were wreaking terror all over the country. We were, man. We're talking shit all over you. Oh, my God, yeah. Absolutely, man. And and, and Norman Brain was like, Jerome, don't tell anybody, but Buddy Ryan already has it. Jerome's going to the Eagles. And I went like this. What? He's like, yeah, he's going to the he's going to the Eagles. I go, well, how come I'm not going to the Eagles? He goes, you have another year, guy. I was a junior, Jerome. I was a junior, and Jerome was a senior. Yeah, he's like, no. I'm like, damn. Buddy loved him, too, man. It was just. Yeah, Norman Brayman used to come down to our practices. By the way, I, I forgot all about it, guys. All right, I'll tell you the story. So I saw my first Eagle game in the owner's box at Veterans Stadium with Jerome and Norman Brayman. He flew us up. He flew us up, man. We went up there, man, and we watched. I forget who they were playing. Maybe they were playing Washington. This was 1986, and we had an off week. And we flew up to Philly. Me and him, he goes, hey, Sills, Norman wants you to fly up with me. I had never been on a private jet. And I go, hey, man. I go, so what? He's going to fly us up on a private jet? He goes, yeah, you better have your nuts tied to you, too, because these things move. I go, you've done this before? He goes, yeah. I go, that's dope. How many times you've been up the field? This is so illegal. Eagles contacting a college kid. But Norman was based in Miami. And so I said, all right, I have never been more petrified in my life getting on a private jet. Okay, the only two times I flew on a private jet is when I flew to the Eagle game, and then I flew to the Buccaneers when they – drafted me and they brought me into town. I'm sitting here like this. Hey, how about Dave drinking scotch here, man? How you doing, man? It's like Joe Rogan. My guests are drinking scotch. Pretty soon they're going to be smoking weed. I love it, man. Right? Hey, you come on to Big Sill Show here, man. All you got to do, man, if you want to come on smoking pot or you want to drink scotch, or you want to drink whiskey? Have hey, hey, to each his own. You know, I was a little disappointed, though. Hey, East Camden goes, I was 11 years old. Thank you, man. Don't make Big Seals feel like, you know, a little old here. I was a little bit disappointed, though, man. Okay, that um, he's still not sold on Jalen, because I am. Shakur says, love talking about the birds, man. Can hear the birds for days. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know some of these sports talk radio guys that go into your city and they hire these new guys? You know why they don't hire new guys? Because nobody's going to sit around giving a shit about the Lions. Hey, did you hear what happened in, in Arizona today? The only reason you care about Arizona is because Zach Ertz is there. That's the only reason you care that, well... How's Arizona doing? 
Or how's how's Indy doing? Right? Because Wentz is there and you need that guy to kind of play decent. Okay? Kind of play decent. By the way, Wentz needs two more games for it to be officially a first-rounder. Somebody texted me in there and said, oh, by the way, I'm going to make sure that I tweet that out, that Dave Wanstat was offered the Miami Hurricane job at one time. And that uh, Jimmy Johnson and Dave talk about the Miami issues on the football team all the time. Yeah. I will make sure that that gets out there because everybody's in an uproar down there. But I was disappointed. You know, Justin Fields, I don't think you can get a really good sense of who he is yet because there's chaos with the coaching staff there. You're not sure what's going on, right? You're just not sure. Fingernails, right? <laughs> Cole. Okay, Cole. That's enough out of you today. Okay? Did Bucks fans, that's the Saints. They did that. They wore the bags on their heads. Remember the dude, the unknown comic? No, you probably don't. I'm not going to name anything because my daughter says, Dad, don't talk about dudes that you played against. Joe Montana? John Elway? Nobody knows who they are, Dad. My daughter always tells me, Dad, they know who Nick Foles is. You know how many people don't know who Joe Montana is? I'm going like, everybody knows Joe Montana. Dad, they know Montana the state. They don't know Joe Montana today. Who doesn't know Joe Montana? Dad, trust me. I'm watching the American Music Awards. Okay, last night we, we, we taped it. My daughter, I didn't know 90% of the singers. I knew Cardi B, though. How you doing? Cardi B, how you doing? Woo! I'm in with Cardi B, man. That chick is smoking. Holy cow. I was like, I know Cardi. <laughs> the rest of them dudes, I had no idea who they were. My daughter's going like this. She goes, yeah, dad, this is this and this. And I'm going like. Like, who are these dudes, man? These dudes look like they're a buck 15, and their wallets are probably 15 pounds. Hey, hey, Birdman, Cardi B, dog. How you doing? Big Sills needs to interview his daughter. No, no, because then it's, it'd be a train wreck. My daughter would, un she would undress me. It's not good, man. No, no, no. My dad's the dumbest guy on the planet. Jeff says, no, Cardi B is faker than fake from head to toe. I'm glad you said toe and not hoe. <laughs> hey, man, I love Cardi, man. <laughs> hey, chalk it up, Sports Philly. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, she's a paisan, too. I get you. Yeah, right, Jeff, right. Cardi B's a paisan. Then again, so is Sammy Sosa and Moses Malone. If you have a vowel in your last name and it ends in a vowel, as far as I'm concerned, you're a paisan. Silly, are you suggesting that Moses Malone is Italian? Yeah, he's Italian. He's Sicilian. <laughs> right? He's Sicilian, man. Yeah, you know. He's like Big Sills, a Sicilian. You cannot ask. Yeah, hey, Hugh. Norman Brayman was more than just a car dealer. 
Okay. He's the biggest Cadillac dealership and he sells more Cadillacs than any Cadillac dealer in the country. Okay. Daryl says, brother sells. How about Thanksgiving day games are played by the teams that went to the Super Bowl and conference. I love that Daryl. Make them, make them good teams, right? Reward. I get Dallas. Nobody. Hey, guys, I get why Dallas plays because nobody wanted to play on Thanksgiving. But I like what Daryl said. By the way, guys, please do me a favor. Hit the like button. You guys have been sensational. And I can't thank you enough and how great you guys have been. Ed Ogeron's on tomorrow. I want to know what happened and why he got fired at LSU with a 49-17 and 17 record. He wins a national championship a couple of years ago, and he's been fired. Why? It's going to be an exclusive. He's not done any interviews. He's going to do it here tomorrow for us. Okay? So Ed Ogeron will be on at 4.30 Eastern tomorrow. We'll be on 4 to 6 tomorrow. Jacob Media Channel, by the way, guys, if you missed any of the show, Coach Watts, that was awesome in this hour. Had a couple bourbons there, man. That was pretty cool. Watch it, like it a little bit later on. We just absolutely love you guys so much. I appreciate it. We will catch you on the flip side. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.